You're listening to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, equipping you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. The journey of entrepreneurship comes with a roller coaster of emotions, clients, revenue, ideas. It doesn't care whether it's summer, the holidays, 85 degrees outside, your mom's birthday, or a pandemic. What you do in your business now, today, can and will affect your business 30, 60, and even 90 days from now. So when you're in a slow season of business, although frustrating and definitely uneasy, it's important to get ahead of it quickly to not lose momentum. In today's episode, I'm sharing some mindset tips to do and areas of your business to focus on in slow season of business. So when it's over, which it will be, you come out stronger than ever. Let's get to it. Okay. Hello. Hello. I'm super excited to get into this episode. It's a question that I get often and I put out in the Facebook group asking some topics that you guys want me to cover, and this was a very popular one. So I'm excited to get into this and give you some tips. I had a lot of fun compiling information and just putting things together, and honestly, it helped me a lot too. So I'm excited to like do some of these things alongside you. So before we get into the episode, good, bad, and woo-woo of the week, the good is that the weather is warming up. I live on a lake and on 50 acres of trails behind me. So I'm super excited for the weather to warm up so I can like walk around. This morning I went on a walk in my sandals and shorts and it was just so amazing. So that is something that's really exciting. I get a lot of my good ideas when I'm outside. Anticipate a lot of good ideas in the summer. (laughs) So I'm pretty excited about that. Bad, I don't have one this week and I'm not even going to try to come up with one. And woo woo. So if you listen to last week's episode with Frances Nod, she's the Reiki healer and it was so good. She's super woo woo and she talks a lot about like tapping into your intuition and all that amazing stuff. So I really enjoyed that episode and I've been doing some of the things that she talked about in it. So you have to go listen to it and let me know what you think. Another thing that I'm doing too is I've been super into adaptogens. So they're basically like herbs that are believed to be preventative towards disease and illness and all that stuff. So I've been super into that. I've been putting like things in my coffee. I started growing holy basil. So yeah, that's super fun. So if you want to share with me your good, bad, and woo-woo, make sure to grab the template that I always post after every episode on Instagram and share with me your good, bad, and woo-woo. Okay, let's get into the episode, staying motivated in a slow season of business. So although slow seasons are frustrating, it's really important to stay level-headed. So when you have that frantic energy, people can feel that. They can sense it in your Instagram stories. They can sense it on discovery calls. They can sense it in the content that you're posting. So being as level-headed as possible is going to be super important, although 
it's hard to say that. You want to make sure that what you're focusing on is, you know, important and you're not just like randomly coming up with new services and like everything has intention and mindfulness behind it. So in this episode, I'm going to give you some ideas on what you can focus on and hone in on and ways to up level your business, even in this slow season. So being level headed is going to be the best thing you can do for yourself in that. That's going to be, you know, remaining positive, understanding that this is a season, so it will pass. So, you know, trying to stay as level headed as possible. And that frantic energy, you know, the universe can feel that too. So when you're putting out and you're emitting these frantic and low frequency vibes, the universe is going to say, you you're not ready for what I'm about to give you. You know, you're not ready for that. You're not organized. You don't have your shit together. So being as level-headed as possible so that the energy that you're emitting is as high vibe as possible. Although a slow season can be very devastating and frustrating and all of that stuff, it's an opportunity for you to work on your business. So when new business does come, you know that you have a solid foundation in place. So a lot of us like will get really heavy into, you know, client work and working in our businesses and doing client work and all that stuff that we don't have the opportunity to work on our businesses. When this slow season comes, it gives you an opportunity to do that. And it's important to see the slow season as an opportunity and not as a disadvantage because who knows when the next slow season is going to come and you're going to be like, oh my God, I wish I made the most out of when I had that time to work on stuff. So experiencing it as an opportunity and reframing it to a more positive way is going to really open up your mind. It's going to allow you to be more creative. It's going to up-level your frequency and just like seeing it as more of an opportunity. Another thing I want to remind you too is that this happens. It is part of entrepreneurship. The reason why we started a business, I mean, maybe we didn't know that it was going to be unstable, but it was definitely a risk that we took into consideration. So high risk, high reward. Don't give up because you have one or two or three slow months. So right now, obviously everyone, you know, people are in a slower season. There are some businesses that have taken huge hits from this, but don't give up, you know, keep pushing through. I'm giving you some things that you can work on. You know, there's also a lot out there that you can work on. And I'm sure that you intuitively know what you need to work on to uplevel your business. So just know that this happens and it's part of entrepreneurship. Another thing to think about, and this happened to me a lot Last year when I was growing my business to six figures and beyond was I noticed that when I got a lot of clients and and I didn't have enough time to work on my business. So what would happen was I would have a huge month of like, you know, five figures and then the next month it would be so low because I would be focused on the clients that I wouldn't be focusing on things to go in my pipeline. You know, say you're having a slow month, like why is this a slow month? Maybe you were heavy into client work last month and now this month you're kind of taking the repercussions because you 
you were so focused on your clients and not, you know, getting new clients in the pipeline. So a way to prevent that in the future is having some sort of outsource. So having a VA, a marketing person or someone like that to continue doing your marketing and, you know, getting discovery calls and all of that stuff while you're heavily focused on client work. So that was a big lesson that I learned last year. I had like a $15,000 a month and then the next month it was like, $2,000. And I was like, what the heck? And it was because I was so focused on the clients, which is where my expertise is in, which is where my passion lies is in the client work. And to you too, I'm assuming that you love like the coaching and whatever your services that you provide, you love that part, but know that the marketing part is just as important. And that could be why you're having a slower month because you didn't focus on that. So my tip would be if that's the case for you, if you had like a huge month last month and then this month it's a little bit slower, it could be because you stopped your marketing. So I would consider, you know, hiring a VA or outsourcing some tasks as far as like marketing goes so that you can continue to market yourself and get people in the pipeline. A few other just like quick mindset things before I get into like other things to focus on. Expressing gratitude, that is really important. So that's just another way to up-level your vibe, to have more, you know, like up-level your frequency is to express gratitude for the clients that you do have and the clients that you've had in the past and your entrepreneurship journey to begin with. It allows you to reflect. It opens your mind. It just gets you in a better headspace. It gets you to more of that level-headed space that you want to be in anyway. And then one last thing too, um, before I go into things, money is energy. There is always enough money. So people are buying houses, they're buying cars, they are online shopping like crazy people. There is money out there. So I don't want you right now to think, oh, people aren't spending money because that's just not true. People are spending money. They might be spending money on things that they don't even need, but there is money out there and people are going to spend it. So when you raise your frequency, when you are level-headed, you are viewing this as an opportunity, you feel like grateful, money will flow to you. So don't have that block or that limiting belief, oh, people aren't spending money now because that's not true. There's always money to be spent. There's money out there. You know, maybe do some limiting belief and some writing stories on maybe those limiting beliefs that you might be feeling. I understand that we're in a pandemic right now, but there is money. There are people that are buying things. Trust me, I'm one of them. So understand that money is energy and don't allow that, oh, people aren't spending money now because it's a pandemic or people aren't spending right now because it's summer or people don't want to spend money right now because it's, you know, the holidays. Don't think about it like that because that's a limiting belief and that's something that's holding you back. So things to focus on during a slow season of business. Number one, hone in on your ideal client. So I say this so many times. If you've listened and been following me on Instagram and been listening to the podcast and you have not done the ideal client workbook, I don't know what to tell you. You need to hone in on your ideal client because the reason why you might not be bringing in new clients 
clients is because your messaging could be off. So make sure you get super clear on who your ideal client is and the problem that you're going to solve for them. So know what their pain points are, know the results that they want to achieve from you, know the transformation that you're going to provide for them, all of that stuff. So get super clear on your ideal client. And if you haven't downloaded the ideal client workbook, the link is in the show notes. Okay, the next thing to work on is to tighten up your services. So a mistake that I see a lot is people that have too many services. So you're kind of all across the board. So my biggest advice is to hone in on one service. Have one high ticket offer that you are continuously pushing. Because something that happens a lot is that I see is they'll be talking on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever. And they're like, oh, I do. I, th- I just came across this the other day with someone she does yoga, Reiki and web design. Like, where is that? You know, like I'm a yoga instructor, but I don't teach yoga. So honing in on your services so people know what to expect from you. Like, what is it that you're doing? You know, when someone comes to your Instagram or comes to your website or whatever it is, honing in on one high ticket offer and pushing that one thing on everything. So what I mean by that is, you know, if you have a group coaching program, you want to sell it out for 10 people, having that one offer to push to everyone so they know what it is that you do. So hone in on your ideal client and then tighten up your services. So my suggestion is one or two services. Typically our clients, they do an individual coaching package and then a group coaching package. And if they've been in business for a while, then they'll have some sort of passive income. So hone in on your ideal client, tighten up your services. The next thing is to work on your website. This is a perfect time. You know, building a website is a lot of work, especially when you work custom one-on-one. I expect a lot from our clients. They have a lot of homework because it's a very in-depth experience. It's, you know, we're really transforming the brand. So a lot of times when you're super busy, it's too much to focus on your website and your branding and all of that stuff. So now is the time to focus on your website. And if you hone in on your ideal client and tighten up your services, you know, up leveling your branding will be super easy. So you can purchase a website template from our template shop and, you know, you can easily plug in your services and have all of that. And, you know, you can probably have that up and running in a week, I'm sure. Work on your website, make sure it's clear, concise, people know what it is you offer, they know the results, and I have a few podcast episodes on, you know, what pages need to be on your website, having the must-haves on your website, so just scroll through and look at all of the podcast episodes because I have a ton on what to focus on on your website. So just honing on your website because the thing is, is if you are not converting. So basically you're, you know, you're marketing, you're putting your marketing out there and it's just not converting. People aren't, you know, booking your discovery calls. They're not doing any of that. It's probably because you're speaking to too many people. So you're not honing in your ideal client. You might have too many services and then they might not have a place to go. So either you don't have a website or your website is extremely confusing and they don't know what to do with it. So these top three things are super important before I go into the next thing. So really just like doing an overhaul, like looking at your online presence, like how your marketing and what your brand is offering is going to really help you out, whether it's now or down the road is just having that solid foundation in place is going to make a huge difference. So after you have all of that in place, look at your marketing content. So go on your Facebook, your LinkedIn, 
your Pinterest, your YouTube, your Instagram, whatever it is that you have. And look, are you providing high quality content? So not are you posting once or twice a day, but are you providing high quality content that is leading people to your website, that is showing people your services, that is directed to your ideal client? So kind of do like an assessment or like a deep dive on your business and see what it is that you're providing. And then I would think of some new ways that you can provide content to your ideal client. So something that's a little bit different. So in the ideal client workbook, one of the sections is your client's pain points. So think about like questions that your ideal clients might have for you, what it is that you can offer for them, things like that, and put together maybe some free trainings, some like long form Instagram posts, maybe do some IG lives or stories and plan it out for a few months so that you know what you're providing, you know that you're providing high quality content that speaks directly to your ideal client, and you know that it's going to, if anything, get in engagement and go over a long period of time. So something to think about is most marketing is long form marketing. So basically like someone comes into contact on your Instagram, they start following you, then maybe they start listening to your podcast, maybe they sign up for a freebie, then they get on your email list and then they learn more information about you and then they become a client. So that cycle can take two to three to four to five to six months maybe. So starting now is what's going to get your audience warmed up. So those are just some ideas that you can work on, like free trainings, lives, but it's really important to create like result-driven, high-quality content for your ideal client and the people that you actually want to work with. And if you have the services, your website is like clear and concise, it's easy to contact you, then when you're marketing, so when you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, all of the places, they can go directly to your website and sign up with you. So it's super easy and it's just like a cohesive long thing. So those are kind of like external things to work on as far as like marketing and getting clients. Oh, another idea actually that I just thought of was like reach out to other people in your space, like maybe if they want, you know, a guest, like pitch them for a podcast, pitch them for a guest blog post. People are always looking for different ways, especially now. People really need to provide even more content because people are home. They're not doing anything. They don't really have like normal life to distract them. So maybe just like some cross promotional or just like things like that. That could be a great way. And when you present it, present it like you're providing quality for their followers and vice versa. Okay, so an internal thing that you can work on is the client experience. So this is something that I'm sure that you have heard me talk about before, but it's super, super important to me is the client experience. And the reason for that is because my business is run off of probably 65 to 70% referrals. And not just that, but the experience that I'm providing people is a high level luxury experience. So, you know, when people come to me, they're not just working with another graphic designer or a brand designer. It's a truly collaborative, up-leveling experience over three months. So I focus a lot on the client experience, which means like from onboarding to offboarding and everything in between, it is a high touch point offer. So 
what I would do is I would seriously focus on your client experience and I would like write down everything it is that you do for your client with them and think about, you know, what's a point in the process that needs to be super high touch point? What part of the process that a lot of your clients have questions with. You can even reach out to past clients for feedback and just say like, hey, was there anything that I could have worked on? Was there anything that could have been better? Things like that. So focusing on the client experience from the onboarding and and the onboarding, I mean like by booking a discovery call, make it super easy and fun and fast for someone to book a discovery call with you. And then, you know, all the way to the offboarding. So like the final call. So that's something to work on. And that's important because when you do have a client, you want their experience to be so amazing that they go and tell all of their friends. So if you haven't focused on your client experience yet, this will be super fun for you and also, you know, kind of open your eyes. So client experience is something that you can work on. And I would recommend using a CRM of some sort. So like a client relationship management software. So I use Dubsado. Acuity is a great calendar that you could use, but some sort of way to, you know, look professional and you can like automate it. So when you do go back to your busy season, which I know that you will, you have a way to automate the onboarding and the offboarding and the different parts of the process. And that kind of goes into my next topic, which is systems. So implementing systems. So after you write out like the whole client experience and you write out everything that happens with the client's what can you automate? So automate as in when do you send invoices? When do you send forms? Are there email templates that you always send to clients that you could set up templates so that you can just send them out every time instead of rewriting them every single time, which is such a waste of your time. So think about ways that you can automate your business and implement systems. Now, if there's something that can't be automated in your process or the things that you do, but it can be outsourced, this is really important to focus on as well. What can be outsourced? What can somebody else do that probably faster than I can in order to maximize my time and free up more time for me for prospecting? So that's a good idea is like your client experience and then implementing systems in order for you to scale. Because when you do get back to your busy season, you don't want to feel overwhelmed and then go back into working in your business and then coming out of it and being like, oh shit, I don't have any clients now. So figuring out systems to scale And I'm going to do a podcast episode on this probably next week, honestly, so stay tuned. But implementing systems to scale so that when you do get busy again, you know, you have the systems in place. So you're like, okay, I can't hire a VA now because I don't have a huge revenue that's coming in. But when I do, this is what the VA is going to help me with. So working on the client experience and then implementing the systems. Another thing I would do as far as marketing goes is I would look at your past clients. So clients that you have, make a list of all the clients you've ever had and where do they come from? And if a majority of them come from Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest, focus your marketing efforts on that. So when I was talking about the marketing content before, high quality content, free training, stories, lives, all of that stuff, I would focus on where your past clients have come from. Because that's clearly where your ideal client is if those were people that you enjoyed working on. 
And lastly is prep for future slow seasons. So what I mean by is like a lot of people say, you know, summer is like July is a slow season because it's summer. People are going on vacation. They even take time off from their businesses if you work with other business owners. So prepping for those slow seasons. So like you go into the year and you look like, okay, last year, like these were my three lowest months. And, you know, is there a trend there? And if it is, figuring out what is something that you can do to prep for that as far as like launches or, you know, so say July is you think July is going to be a really slow month. Then preparing in June and being like, OK, I'm going to double my revenue in June and then July will it will make up for it. Now, I do want you to remember that money is energy. Money is everywhere. <laughs> People have money. So I don't want that to be a limiting belief, but it can be really helpful to prep. And then for me, like I knew that June, well, it was supposed to be a really busy month. So June, I was supposed to have two weddings and a bachelorette party. So those were three weekends out of four that I was not going to be in town. I also would have to take at least probably two days off for each of those things, like Friday to Monday, because they were all really far away. So I was prepping to do a launch for my template shop and not having any clients taking on any one-on-one -on -one clients in June because I was thinking, okay, I'd rather, you know, up-level my passive income so that, you know, I won't have to focus so much on in-client work. Obviously, that has changed now because none of those things are happening in June. So I've kind of switched it around. But that's just an example of like, I knew that it wasn't going to be a slow season, but it was going to be a busy personal season. So I knew as far as the business goes, it would have been slower. So that's something to think about. The holidays are usually like a time where people think that it's a slow season. So just keeping that in mind and thinking how you can like prep for that so that there's no repercussions before or after. Okay, I am just going to recap because I know it's a lot of information and there's obviously more things that you can do, but these are just some of my ideas and, you know, really thinking of ways to up level and elevate your current business so that it's on a solid foundation because you will get busier, you will get more clients, you will elevate from here. So it's really preparing yourself for the storm and, you know, up leveling your mindset, up leveling your vibration, getting back into that. That high vibe frequency and preparing for, you know, your next season of entrepreneurship, which is probably going to be a busy one. So number one, hone in on your ideal client. So important. Even if you've already done your ideal client workbook, I would come back to it and just like relook at it and see if anything has changed. Tighten up your services. So not having too many services and having one high ticket offer. Uh, number three is work on your website. Get that online presence down. When people come off of Instagram, Facebook, your email, Pinterest, Instagram, I probably said that already, YouTube, you know, they need to go to a high quality professional website. And if you do not have that, then you will lose clients. Number four, examine your online presence, work on your marketing content, produce high quality content. 
Number five, look at your past clients and see where did they come from and focus on that one platform where those clients came from and producing the high quality content there. Up-leveling your client experience. Reach out to past clients for feedback. Really hone in on what your process is from onboarding to offboarding and ways that you can improve that, ways you can make it a higher touch point. And then in turn, with that, you'll be able to hire your prices. Implementing systems to scale. So figuring out ways that you can automate things, places you can outsource and making a list and whether you can't invest in the outsourcing or the softwares now, but knowing exactly what you're going to outsource down the road will allow you to free up that time eventually. And lastly is prep for future slow season. So, you know, you don't need to do that now, but just like in the long run, obviously no one could (laughs) prepare for a pandemic, a global pandemic, no less, but you can prepare for down the road. Eventually, if you ever do have a slow season, you can prep a little bit beforehand. Okay. I hope this was helpful. If you need any support, please feel free to reach out. DM me on Instagram, message me on Facebook, whatever it is that you need. I'm here to support you. I hope that this episode was helpful. If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. And if you do all of those things, I will do a free website audit for you. So don't forget to tag me on Instagram when you do share the podcast. So that I can take a look and I can give you your free website audit. Okay, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode.